0: This is a Cosmic Octave original podcast. Me and Jake
1: running down the street with a handful of comic books kicking ass and yeah. banging chicks and drinking beers no, and me. smoking I'm, not weed. Me. I'm married. Oh, yeah, well, I'm married. Jake's yeah. i do that. Yeah. Off panel off with Jake and Tyler.
2: Welcome to... I think we should change it to Tyler and Jake. Why? Because I'm Tyler. Yeah, but J comes before T in the alphabet, dude. We talked about this. You okay? know, I I mean, I made up the theme song on I mean, the spot. If we're going by last name, then yeah, you go before me because well, Alan no, hang
1: on a second, because
2: I mean, I Williams. I
1: made up the song on the spot, and and naturally, I
2: said Jake and Tyler, you know, so yeah, because alphabetically I mean, it makes sense.
1: Well, it makes sense for you know not you know, rolling off the tongue too. You know, Tyler and Jake.
2: I mean. The show itself is just called Off Panel, Off You kick off, you, off, topic you kick off
1: the the K, the Jake and Tyler, and it, it's Jake and Tyler, you know? Yeah. But if you do Tyler, Tyler and Jake, that's like an extra syllable out of nowhere that you just don't need. Just get it out of there. Jake and Tyler. Yeah. You know? Tyler and Jake, you know, that's like what? what Together for all of a sudden you're Tyler and Nickelback or something? Right, can we get this sh- fucking song? show started? Are please?
2: we doing a show? Yeah, right now. Really? Yeah, Jake, that's me. Tyler, that's you. <laughs> Holy
1: shit. I thought we were uh rehearsing.
2: <laughs> no. This is this is live at the time cuz it's recording. <laughs> it's live while we're recording this. Yeah. No uh, br- so, no breaks. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a very relaxed episode if you can not tell. Episode 108 of Off Panel Off Top. Well, with the strikes and everything, there isn't a ton of things to talk about, which we s- we prepared for that. So we said, you know, we're going to do as much news as we can, but we're going to have more fun, more evergreen content, as they say. Uh, we're bringing back an old segment. Sorry, that's my leg rubbing <laughs> on the table. Uh, I thought some phone was going off or something. Anyway. Uh, a couple of uh, fan films. Now, normally we wouldn't cover this, but there's just so much weird controversy behind both of these movies. And they... Both kind of have similar plot threads, in a way. Hmm. They're 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 different, but they hmm. have similar ideas. They're different, but the same. Yes. And then uh, we're gonna finally cover an episode. <gasps> is, there, is there only one episode? Because yeah. I, I looked yeah. it up. So we're gonna cover the the pilot episode of Pride P R Y D E because that's ca- Kitty, Kitty Pride, Pride yep. of the X Men we're going to finally cover that today.
1: Yeah, and uh as we spoke about when we did our first first or second RoboCop Um I looked up on on the Wik- The
2: last one we did we talked about
1: it, yeah. Yeah, the Wikipedia page it says like cuz there's only 21 episodes. And normally or or no, there's, there's only 12, 12 episodes. Normally there's 13, but they took that money to make Pride of the X-Men. Yeah. And uh when we get to it, I have some really astonishing like trivia,
2: and it's kind of crazy that you brought it up because like it's a lot of people. I looked it up on YouTube to see if it exist... because you found the f- the pilot on YouTube. It's, and yeah, then I'm surprised that they Marvel hasn't. <sighs> I don't think they care. I
1: well, I think New World Pictures owns it, which whatever, whatever whoever they are. But now.
2: um, but then there's a bunch of other videos being like the forgotten cartoon because like no, you, I had never heard of it until you brought it up. So we had
1: the videotape. Yeah, it'll we be interesting. Video cassette, but.
2: We're going to have some fun. It costs
1: like 50 bucks
2: uh, this episode. We're going to have a lot of fun. It's the return of a segment that we did a few times. Haven't done them in a long time. Edited for TV. So, this is where we take popular uh, moments from movies where there's going to be some swearing, you know, maybe like a shit or a motherfucker or something like that, um, that was edited so it could be shown on TV, which we have talked Can about. Can we
1: swear on this show?
2: Oh fuck! Can we? Fuck
1: yes! Oh. I was trying to keep my potty mouth in check. Yes. So where are these new drops? I feel like you gotta tell me when they're coming. Oh, th-
2: well, first of all, this is a this is a, a drop from last week. Mm. <laughs> wow,
1: these fucking reapers, man!
2: <laughs> Whenever you see like like Tyler, y- you are <laughs> crossing over from this life into the afterlife, <laughs> and you're like.
1: Wow, these fucking reapers, You man. better play that at my funeral.
2: I will play that. That's just going to be on a loop. <laughs> wow, coming out fucking of Coming out right. of the fucking coffin. It's a speaker in the... Co- like a Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> just put it in my throat. Wow. Yeah, just like a I'll snor-
0: be dead. It's
1: I don't like care. A snor- Fuck, I don't care. Just jamming in there. I'm dead. Okay, um, so that's from last week. Oh, okay. well,
2: I have another... I'm glad you got that one. That's I had another one. drop for... Because, uh, you know, the show is called Off Panel, Off Topic. And when we stray from the topic, I have a but a uh, little drop to get us back on track. Why didn't you use it at the beginning of the show when I was doing the whole? Well, now you threw me off the topic, so now I'm like. Get
1: your
0: ass to Moss. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> so whenever when I'm Mars. like, we got to get back on track.
0: Get your ass to Moss.
2: That is gonna be like, hey, knock it <laughs> I love it. Um okay. Oh, heavy on the Arnold clips. I will tell nice. you that. Heavy on the Arnold drops. Good. Um Ugh. I have one specifically that I'm only going to use for later in the show Kay. when we're going to take a break and and watch Pride of the X-Men. Okay. So um but also if one of us keeps tra- uh, rambling on and can't get to the point, I'm going to play this. Finish it.
0: Finish it. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>
2: Green Goblin. <laughs> From email, all right. So, these other two drops uh, are going to be from our segment for edited for TV. Mm. Uh, So, again, in the past, we would take some vulgar scenes from movies and show you what they were like when they're edited for TV, show you what they were like when they were just children. This one is fun because it's one of those movies we talked about, like Scarface or Goodfellas, Mm. or you know, there's heavy violence and profanity. This is The Departed from 2006.
1: Now, here's... uh, I've said this on the podcast before, and uh, when we've done um, Editor for Television way back in the day. Like, it's been a long time. We haven't done it in quite a long time. Long time. But I remember saying, like, there's there's a question that you have that is, if you take all of this violence and and swearing out of this movie, what's left? Like, are there seniors going... Or people who are, are faint of heart who are like... I just want the good
2: bits, you know. I yeah. just,
1: I just want the wholesome parts. And you, there are no wholesome parts.
2: It's a fucking crime movie, you know. Like yeah, well, especially in something like when they try to put like. The Sopranos on cable TV, right. and it's like you can show more violence on cable, but you can't show the 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 sex, or you can't have as much of the profanity, and like it's just it it's always silly. It so it dumbs and, down the show. So when you take a movie like The Departed, another Scorsese, yeah, movie, why were you? Which you, you haven't know. we learned from Scorsese movies? Like all of them are R rated. There's a lot of swearing and violence yes. in them. Uh, for not all of them, but you know what I mean. Yes, especially the mob the mobster movies, especially all of them. But um, Pride and Prejudice. So, Blood yeah, bath. The Departed is a, is a classic. It's it's more about, you know, it, people have a... I love The Departed. Departed's I think it's great. great. I love dude. that movie. But anyway, the, when you... Marky are, Mark kicks we, ass in that movie. When you're introduced to and Mark... I hate Marky Mark. Hey, bro, I'm in The Departed. Um, I'm Mark Walbig. Oh, so I'm a right-wing so, conservative asshole. I beat up a v- Vietnamese guy. People forget about that for some reason. I got away with it. It was a hate crime. I threw anyway, rocks at Black Kid's. <laughs> Anyway, his I char- to my underwear, so the bro. introduction of his character is great because we meet him with, because Leonar, Leo is interg- uh, interviewing and they're a very secret, because it's not, Matt Damon's internal affairs in that movie, right? But they were like, because th- he was signing up to be Deep Undercover and he said, he like Leo, not, uh, Leo was like, I think I know what this is, what you guys do. Mm-hmm. And then Mark Wahlberg cuts him off with a great opening introduction to oh, his character. Shit. We would be
0: cunts. You calling us cunts?
2: So he's pretty much saying, like, you don't know what we do, and if you did do you know what we do, you know what we would be?
0: We would be cunts. You calling us cunts?
2: Now, you can't say that on TV. You can't say see you next Tuesday on cable TV. So mm-hmm. they edited this. And, Tyler, I can't tell you how much I love this. Cause how this... much joy you found? <sighs> yes, because this is why, you know, I... <laughs> The strike is going to make us do old segments again, and I'm glad I That's fine. I came back to this segment. you know segment. what? Some
1: of them need to be dusted
2: off. So they could not have been bothered to even try and get Mark Wahlberg in the booth to do some ADR. It doesn't even sound like him. It clearly sounds like it was like... <laughs> Something that somebody uh, fucked up. Like yeah. you know like in a radio ad where they're like clearly you can tell at one point they had to do a quick edit and then you you can cl- it's like dry for like a second and it's like there's no music and it's just at this location and then it goes back to the music. That's what this is like. Okay. So Okay. Cuz we're both obviously, radio, so bad audio. Is yeah, like, you're going to love it's this. bad for us. One more time. Okay. For comparison's sake. Well, one more thanks, time. Thanks cuz we want to hear that word. Well, I just We
0: would be cunts. <laughs> you calling us cunts? Okay. We would be sloppy. <laughs> you calling us <it> sloppy. <laughs> I did not. I didn't doctor that at all, dude. We, were, we, we would be sloppy. We
2: Listen to do this. Again. They, again, could
1: so, not be
0: bothered no. to get him in the studio. We would be sloppy. <laughs> you calling <it> us sloppy.
1: <laughs> they couldn't even bother to play the dude who they did get to do it twice.
0: They just looped it. We would be sloppy. You calling us sloppy? You know what I mean? You they better, just looped the dude, sloppy, dude.
1: That's fucking crazy. It's we would, be, we would be,
0: we would be sloppy. <laughs> you calling us <it> sloppy? <laughs> they didn't even try. <laughs> they didn't
1: even try. It's not even the same
2: inflection of voice, dude. Just—it's literally just cut the audio. Yeah, it sounds so. Look, we, get—we can us as an audience can figure out when someone's is clearly in the context of saying fuck or fucking that you could just drop the audio after which, the which, f-
1: which which is also why do we have editing at all it doesn't make all. Sense. it does you know what if you uh,
2: you I know d- what it is you know what it is sloppy
0: <laughs> you know how much gold no, that is sloppy oh yeah. <laughs> you know the best part though
1: and and going back you know back- how i like my joes
0: sloppy <laughs> okay i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs>
1: if you saw my room, you would accuse me of being sloppy. Or my car, you would accuse me of being sloppy. Generally, anywhere I've all lived.
0: right, I all don't... right. Get your ass.
1: So, the original point that I made is like, you know, what's left of these movies? So, <sighs> here's the thing: why are we editing these movies? It, means, it doesn't make sense. Now, here. It does make sense because we live in an age of rampant capitalism where there's fucking 170 channels and they need content. Yeah, they
2: need some to fill the time. Yeah. And
1: these fucking, like, these, now there's digital uh, antennas. So there's all, I don't know uh, if, it, does your mom, like, have cable or whatever? My mom has a digital antenna. And I think once, my mom has dish. Every so often, my mom re scans. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah,
2: I have a I and have a digital gets antenna to watch NFT. Brand NFL games.
1: new fucking channels. Brand new. Yeah. Never been there before. Comet. Here, gone. Yeah. What happened to Comet? Doesn't matter. Cause it's just these fuckheads who are just like pouring mo- somebody's making a shitload of money off all of this. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Well I wish we could figure it out. But I'm saying like, you know, they need content for like these channels and they know their audience is these you know, not
2: my mom. My mom's cool. And you, uh, you got to think that, you know, deep down, you, you know,
0: if we did that, we would be sloppy. You calling us sloppy? Yeah. It's just you how it, us there's sloppy. just no effort. No sloppy. E-
2: sloppy. We would be sloppy. All right. Anyway, thanks. Are you calling us <laughs> sloppy?
1: Thanks. Uh, Here's my impression of that uh, drop. I, I think I got it. You ready? You ready? No, Before many? you
2: even start, I know what I'm going to say sloppy. All right.
0: Let's move on. You know? Come on. Get, get your ass, ass, ass. tomorrow.
2: <laughs> You're just going to get off topic just so I'll play that. Yep. Um Absolutely. By That's the way, it. the soundboard's working. do with this at all. But yeah, it's good. Uh, so thank you, Edited for TV, for bringing us countless countless laughs. All right. Thank you for sucking. So let's get into the main topics. Again, light week. Not a lot of news because, uh, again, strikes are not causing a lot of things Strike to be going. Strikes You know... Strikes are good, but they suck for everybody. No, yeah, because I, mean, I know I, why I guarantee there. you those writers and actors would rather be working. I guarantee you. Uh, so anyway, that means there's some things to talk about. So normally, I wouldn't. We probably wouldn't cover these things. Um, but there were two big fan films that came out in the past couple weeks. I think Superman and Solar came out um at the end of July, and then last Thursday or last Friday, Spider Man Lotus was released. Mm, um mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah, these are these are interesting 'cause they're they're not like Superman Solar is made on a much smaller budget than Spider Man Lotus because Spider Man Lotus was like a hundred and twenty thousand dollars was crowdfunded for this movie. Mm. And oh man, there's there's so much controversy with that movie. But Ooh. Superman Solar also caught controversy because of the writer and the director, but we'll we'll get into that. First, I want to talk about these movies, because I sat down, and I'll tell you this, I did not- No, wa- you didn't. <laughs> I did not want- I sat down, turned on my TV, and then watched things. Um, I will tell you this right now. Spider-Man Lotus is a full feature-length, like, two-hour movie. Yeah. I did not watch all of it. Yeah. I sat down and kind of, like, scrubbed through and got the bullet points of what was happening. I watched all of Spy- uh Superman, Solar because they had the the right sense of mind to just make it fucking twenty nine minutes. <laughs> Good on <idea>. you. <laughs> because they only they only got like five or uh, fifty thousand dollars to fund this thing, okay. but so I want to talk about the movies, give you my full review of them, and I got a lot of notes, and they're they're they just it blew my mind watching this this movie. Um. But I want to real quickly. Want to talk about fan films in general mm-hmm. and why we don't really talk about them? I, I, there are good fan films out there. I've yeah. seen them. Uh, there's there's like a really good Darth Maul one that was came out like ten or so years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple of like cool Halo ones. I saw. Yeah, I've I've seen a couple of them. I uh I I used to watch this thing called uh. Like like it was superhero battle or something like mm-hmm. death battle or something. It was okay. no, maybe not that, but. It was Bat in the Sun Productions, anyway. So it was live action, and it actually was like, like glorified fan, like mini fan films, and they're pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And so I've seen stuff like that. So I'm not well. I, one, I don't hate on fan films, no.
1: but one, one of the one of the very first fan films, and it's pretty famous, is uh, um, Hardware Wars from the seventies. And uh, these guys decided to spoof Star Wars, and they used all of the stuff, and they actually do an homage to Hardware Wars, I think in the second yeah. of the new trilogy, where they have the, the iron coming down onto the shirt. I didn't know that. I didn't, know any, hard-
2: I didn't know anything about Hardware Wars. Really, we we should do a deep dive on this.
1: Hardware Wars. We can watch it. It's like three minutes long. <laughs> it's fucking great. They do everything, but it's all related to hardware. Yeah, and it's in the '70s, so it's that's... even more like wow, you guys. Yeah. Wow, but um, but that's one of the that was more spoofing something. These are fan films have become way more um, way more pretty. professional. Produced. Um they they become a lot more serious and whatnot. I I mean these guys well, I just also, did it just to fuck around. There's
2: more there's a broader access to visual effects than yes. there ever has been. Yes. So there's a lot and we'll get into that <laughs> with these movies. But anyway, so Superman Solar uh got some flack because I, I saw people sharing it with Spider Man Lotus like the racist cinematic it universe. Yeah. Um but I don't know if I think this guy's racist, I just think I don't really know. What happened? But, well, What's going on? so the controversy behind this movie, because both these movies have controversy. The controversy behind this one is writer-director um, Andrew List, who uh, he's worked, he's done visual effects before, um, he's also a veteran, and I only mention that because he makes it part of like one of the things that he talks about. Um, but he had some interesting opinions on his letterboxed. Are you familiar with what letterboxed? is? Yeah. It's a like a movie reviewing app. Like oh no, of, I don't. I think you're talking about widescreen or Letterbox. <laughs> no, uh, Letterbox <laughs> is a. What you do is it's kind of like a so, it's like a movie review social media. So like you go in, you watch a movie, you rate it, whatever stars it is, and you give it like, a lot of little review. Um... P- Did they have that for music? What caused his controversy was people noticed that he gave Sound of Freedom five stars yeah. and said, quote, see it for yourself. We must protect the children. Aww. What a terrifying world that's hidden in plain sight, Aww. which made people notice the popular theme in QAnon. So I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know. if the, I don't necessarily think this guy is racist. I'm not, re- not here to say that. But he's not helping the allegations when you look at things like this. And again, I want to make it very clear. It's okay to not like Jordan Peele's movies. It's okay to not like any movies. Nothing wrong with it. But I just find it fun. People pointed this out, which I did think was kind of funny. And I'm not, I'm only using this as comedy. But Jordan Peele's Get Out got a one star review from this guy. Mm. Us was two stars. Mm. So then people were making jokes like, he's not really helping the racist allegation, like as a joke. And then I was like, wait a minute. Is there a little pattern here? Mm. So he gives the Batman. But Matt Reeves is the Batman, two stars, mm. Mm. stating, I mean, no, it was three stars, sorry, stating that Catwoman should have been cut from the movie completely and had her beats in the story reworked and then made a weird comment of like, oh, she claims to love all these cats, but then all these cats just live in her apartment and she just leaves them and they don't get fed or anything like that. And I'm like, it's a weird thing to put in there.
0: Mm.
2: And of course, uh, Catwoman is, um, what was her name? Uh, Zoe, uh, Zoe uh, Kravitz. Kravitz, yes. Zoe Kravitz. Um, and she's, you know, half High black. Uh, and then some other funny things that I noticed. He gave his own movie when it was on Letterboxd. It got ta- taken off. I don't know why. But while it was on there, he gave it five stars and was like, well, I am a little biased, but gave his own movie five stars. Uh, and then I only bring that up because he says Dune. Uh, from 2021 Mm. he gave it three stars however he said it was interesting moments visually beautiful and relatively pointless film he also again i want to go back to catwoman he said her thing was pointless somebody pointed this out on twitter was like i love it when someone says something in a story is pointless but then doesn't describe how it's pointless right because then you could just say every work of fiction is pointless Duh. If you want to look at, and that's a really shitty way to look at life, but that's one way you could do it. I don't hey, that's know. That's my. That's
1: my. So gig, I want
2: to be clear. Right? His little chunk of controversy is not nearly as big as the Spider-Man Lotus one. Gotcha. It's like it's that is. A, I, I have more. I know more about that and care more about that than the fucking movie itself. I told you I didn't watch that. I I scrubbed through it. Got to the beats. I wanted to look at the things I want to look at. Anyway. So describe. Uh, I watched all of Superman Solarus. Solar. Solar so I'm gonna pull up my notes. Because you're uh nuts, you're gonna pull out your nuts. Pull out my nuts. Holy shit. Crack 'em. Wow. Uh so here we go. Superman Solar. So the movie begins with like this really like twangy, good old fashioned American town guitar. Cause we're in Smallville and it's a football Friday night. Mm. And on Fridays, the town shuts down. Smallville, Kansas. Football town, Smallville Eagles. Um, and I also know that they're only called the Smallville Eagles because of how this opening scene was shot. Clearly, it was there was a high school football game going on, and that's where this guy got his b-roll from. He just showed up with his camera and just filmed really? like a chunk of this football game, really because it's super long shot, right? At one point, I'm pretty sure you can see the fencing a little bit in the shot. Uh. So it's look. I don't want to hate on it because it's uh, like that's an indie filmmaker move. Sure, but There's not a, really. I mean, yeah. People do it. It's an event going. It's like going to this yeah, like filming yeah. the circus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like going to film yeah. at the fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's still, i it's still funny because it's like we are a minute and a half into this movie and you were already like showing me <laughs> that this is not clearly an authorized thing, and um. What's even funnier is you can also clearly tell the stitched-in later audio where it's like, I don't even think <laughs> the announcer in the in the scene, I don't even think says the quarterback's name. He might. I think he says the quarterback's name, but I know for sure when the quarterback throws to the wide receiver, he only says number 19. And then it's like, it's a 10, the 5, touchdown. And it's clearly like somebody just saw this footage, Said, hey, get in a booth, record this. He did it. And it's clearly like, didn't even have the, could have been Johnson or Williams or, you know, any number of names that you could just, but just to be like number 19. (laughs) It's like, come on. And maybe that's just having a broadcasting background and knowing thing like that, things I don't like that. Know. Yeah, but it just sure, breaks immersion sure. if you don't even come up with a fake na- just just with name. Just come up with a name. You I, don't even need a first I name. I don't even want to finish
1: this movie yet. I mean, already it's a minute in and already. Yeah, it was boy. Jeez, it fell. Oh, boy. It felt Oh, yeah. boy, Oh, boy.
2: So, and then first shot we see we finally see Superman in the scene. He's he's cleaning up crime and doing things. It there sounds like they he was recorded in a different area than the other person was. Like the sound mixing throughout this whole entire movie. I understand this is a fan film. It's amateur, right? But editing. But dude, you he has experience. He has a background in like working with visual effects and stuff. And you know, so he's been in the editing process uh. at some point. You would have to think that somebody would teach it like, or he would know, or somebody would teach him how to sound mix. But again. That's also me coming from a place of, like, audio and sound mixing, and even I have I have knowledge of that, and even I mess those things up. I understand. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. but you you could go back in and post and re-record it, because it might not... You know, I, I don't know. There's just... Clearly, this was made with a small budget, but it's just... It, it, and this is kind of where I go with fan films. It's like, what was the point of this? Mm. In a sense of... You want to talk about pointless... <laughs> Andrew, this is the problem I have with fan films. I understand on some level where these people come from because I feel like most creative people, if they're really invested in a character or, or, or a, a series... Mm-hmm that they can envision themselves writing that you and I have had talked about this. I've had ideas for for di- multiple different like DC characters and Marvel sure, characters like sure, oh this would sure, be a cool sure, story. Sure. This would be. <clears throat> so sure. I understand that appeal of of making fan films, but at the end of the day it's like you're putting in all this work, you're doing all this effort and like maybe you could show it off in a demo or portfolio type deal, but other than that you can't mm. make money off this. You don't own this property. So why not clearly take that creative spark so, and, 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 and you know do something else it's, Do it's, something original It's eating away
1: at me Why the fuck are we watching a football game To start of the Superman movie In Smallville
2: Just to show off the small town well, Oh Best part I forgot So, so is Superman there? I'm glad you said there? that I'm glad you said that Rewind Wait. Clark and Ma Kent Or Martha Are sitting at home Because they're the only two people at home right now In Smallville And she's like Clark we're the only two people here. Everybody's at the game or whatever. And he goes, I know, Mom, but I'm working on this. So I got to get this done or whatever. And <laughs> meanwhile, she has like a Superman cape and like some cloth. And she's like, do you have to wear such bright colors? Oh, my the God. Bl- are you? This dialogue sounds like shit. So I'm, let me finish. These these bright colors, like the blue and the red and the, the, the S on your chest just looks like a bullseye. Blah, blah, blah. And then he comes out and goes, "What do you think?" And she's like, "Well, people are definitely going to look at you and, may, and listen to you when you talk." And it's like, "What are we doing? What the and
1: fuck then it, is this? What is this?" So then, it,
2: and then here's the best part. So then the fucking logo, boom, in your face, big dramatic music, no swell, no bill, no ramp. It's just fucking logo and orchestra music, like Superman. Uh, Solar, which, by the way, the logo doesn't look bad. I don't think... the Honestly, I think... Why is it called Solar? No reason. What's the point of the movie? What happens in the movie? I'll get to it. Oh, my God. So... Already, it's just terrible. Again, the sound mix is all over. Oh, also, the guy in the suit. I'm not trying to dock the dude for his physical like yeah, but you're gonna build. Play
1: superman dude
2: his physical build because i am a chunky boy i know saying that but i'm just saying this guy was cl- and not his fault clearly was in a muscle suit like <laughs> yeah. it's so like oh man there's a scene where he like is walking with a hoodie on clearly wearing the suit on underneath that hoodie because he's not that big when he's not in the suit it just, it just rips the hoodie off, and it just—it looks like a sketch. Hey, hey, uh, but, um, um, so, but we'll get—I—I I, I, want
1: to develop the story what, a little bit. Why is he making this movie? What—what—what what, what is we'll the get fucking to it, point?
2: Because you're gonna love it, you're gonna hate it, and I'm gonna love it is what's really gonna happen. Also, there's a point where they see a shot of Superman we in the air, um, doing <laughs> no. stuff, you know, and there's <laughs> this couple that's like, doesn't that look like Clark? And they're like, yeah, that is Clark, but we won't tell nobody. And nobody in Smallville will tell anybody because it's the Smallville way. You know, they're just like good townspeople. They wouldn't say anything about it. And it's like, okay. Is that an allegory about like police violence? No, I think it's. (laughs) (laughs) Try that in a small
1: town. Telling Superman's secret identity.
2: Yeah, and so, like, the beginning of this, we have that big moment where it's his logo. then we get a montage of Superman being great and everybody loving Superman. But then we also have an intercut with one of these, like, talking head news segments where the fat white guy was like, he's not from here, so... He shouldn't be allowed to have an opinion on what's going on in America, and he shouldn't be able to be Superman. What the fuck is this that we're watching? What is this? You know what? I thought that a lot watching this. Why are you Because he- you know what it is? It's kind of genius, because it's kind of like just stream of consciousness of like Superman stuff. I guess. And I will say this. For someone claiming to like the character, I think of the two that we're talking about, Spider-Man and Superman, this one is... Plays truer to Clark Kent and Superman Than fucking Spider-Man Are little, you little sure? Because the beginning of it sounds shit <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to bring such Brad Cutters? Uh, no, it's not good None of it's good So Oh my god And there's a spot in the montage Where this kid is playing catch in the ball rows where Superman is No And so They want to kind of get a visual effects shot No But again, it doesn't look great no. So instead of just like running towards the kid no. He jumps like 40 feet in the air <laughs> And then lands But then still lands like another 3 or 4 feet Away from the kid I'm like why do we even do that Just put them closer together Why do we even do that shot And so the whole point of this movie I'll just get to the point of the movie So the whole point of this movie Do you remember Did you ever read Grant Morrison's All-Star Superman Yes one of my favorite comic books Issue ever. number 10 is a fantastic fucking issue yes. Clark Kent Superman talks this girl down from suicide. It's a brilliant issue. It's one of the reasons why All Star Superman is so fucking good. This fucking movie has the audacity to uh, tackle that storyline. So what? What? We're also <laughs> I, w- I wanted to bring this up too, because this is just what the fuck are we doing here? So su- uh. we, we fast forward after the montage. Uh. Superman is broke. We come into his apartment. We get a shot of a of, of, of clearly someone folded up a paper and just wrote eviction note or like rent is due on the first, not the ninth Kent or whatever. Like, your you rent's late letter. Now, with visual storytelling, that's all you need to tell the audience that he's broke, right? Right? So then Clark Kent sits down in this dingy ass apartment. Sits down, takes his glasses off, throws them down on the couch and just goes... Well, someone's bound to hire you, Clark. You don't have to express the character's thoughts in visual storytelling if you've already established a shot of him seeing that he's broke with the, the late rent, and then he he's defeated when he sits on the couch. That's enough to convey that he's, you know, like... Nobody outer monologues like that. If it were like an audio thing... Like an audio drama, that would make sense, but this is visual. So there's just shit like that that are just like, what are we doing here? Yeah, yeah. So what are we we doing? Hold on, let me fucking get to this, man. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're trying to rush it. I'm not. No, I just,
1: I just, I promise you. It sounds so
2: bad, and I feel so bad that you have to watch it all. I promise you, I will. I'm close to Uh. the end because it's not very long. It's, it's yeah, more, exactly. It's
1: twenty nine minutes. Where the fuck are we going? So he get
2: he. By the way, by the way, in, this is what you're gonna feel like every minute of Pride of the X Men. In this okay. twenty nine minutes, yeah, he manages to find a job for the Daily Planet in a newspaper, and they never specify what year this is taking place. But right. he calls her on a current smartphone okay. so you're telling me in 2023 he's looking for jobs in the newspaper It's just little details like also, that uh,
1: yeah I- is this at the beginning of the of superman's career or midway I-, I don't know
2: i don't know you the gotta movie. fucking tell us where he's the at movie, the movie doesn't tell you so the movie at this point is telling you that superman has existed long enough to gild- get a following from the people of smallville and he's showing up on tv but yet he's still broke he hasn't reached the daily planet yet uh, whatever you said this was true or <laughs> no there's moments that you can tell i don't want to say truer but i want to say in you can tell there's a heart behind it of I, he kind of if not a brain <laughs> he gets he clearly. just this guy was he can't make you can't make a good superman movie with fifty thousand dollars i'm sorry you just are you sure but, i could I could make a better fucking movie. Because than you know that. what happens? Cuz you know what happens? You have these two movies, two fan films that are about two characters that are Iconic. it's similar in a lot of ways, yeah. but very different in a lot of ways. Where you have two fan films where they both kind of have a similar plot where they're talking to some dying kid or some So this movie, the whole point of it is Superman is trying to talk this kid out of committing suicide. This, right. They go to the top of a building on a very obvious green screen and <laughs> I mean, like it's like, what are we doing? And so again, they're trying to, he's trying to do a little bit of that Grant Morrison storyline.
1: In a muscle suit.
2: Yeah. And how the movie unfolds is Superman's giving flashbacks, which is again something similar to what Spider-Man Lotus does, which is funny to me. Um, but <laughs> it's just so in these flashbacks, we f- we find out his we find his first meeting with Lois Lane, and it is um uh, it it's really interesting. No, no, the first flashback we get is him with uh, his with Paul Kent, um, and it is clearly this was made with friends and family and not actors. And I don't want to say that to be mean to these people, but wow. It <laughs> This is supposed to be this big inspirational scene. And by the way, because we don't know what timeline we're at, where Superman is in his life, he's just wearing a backwards hat with a Smallville shirt underneath like a jean jacket to maybe suggest that he's in high school, but it's the same actor that's playing Superman now. (laughs) I just had to bring that up because it made me laugh because the whole time I'm like, he just has a backwards hat on that makes him younger. (laughs) So then after that we come back and then he's like, He's like, yeah, my, you know, he's still talking to the kids. The kid's like, oh, I don't know, I still want to end it all. So then we go to another flashback. It's Lois Lane where we'll we meet in this. And I got to say this right now. Lois and Clark, no fucking chemistry in this movie. None. And again, it's just, I, I, what? I, this is what happens when you do a movie like this with not real actors. Uh, quote of this. So she's also very combative because of, she's a member of the press, so she has to be combative to Superman. Um, pretty much saying like, oh, well, what do you, what makes you decide? He goes, I'm not here for any political reasons or I don't have any agendas. I'm just here to do what's right. And then she goes, what? Who, who says what's right? And he goes, well, I do. And she's like, well, wouldn't that make you like a dictator or whatever? And they go back and forth. And the final quote that made me laugh, quote, Lois Lane, no one asked you to do this, Superman. No one asked me not to. Cut back to Talking to the kid again. Then we get another flashback, and the big fight that we're going to see here is in a desert with Brainiac. And I can't tell you how bad of a fight scene this is. And so they fight. He lands, hands shaking. We get a POV shot from the back of Clark's head. His hands are shaking with blood on them, And we look at his face, but no blood on his face for continuity's sake. And he's clearly standing in front of green screen. And he goes, you know, I should thank you because before nobody could move me, let alone throw me, I didn't even know I could bleed. But, you know, that makes me more like, if I do bleed, that makes me more human than I know. And blah, blah, blah. And that also means, oh, I lured you away in this desert and now I don't have to hold back. And then shoots laser beams out of his eyes so hard that it shoots there's a shot of the earth and you still see the laser beam and fire coming out of the earth. I shit you not Whoa, that. Yeah.
1: That's so stupid. Then, then
2: it cuts back and the kid's like, "Well, how did you know, how'd you know? to do that? How would you know that'd work? And he's like, I didn't. I just had, I was scared and I just had to trust myself. And then the whole thing is like, he just keeps telling this kid, just don't give up. That's the whole running theme. I, so this kid is on the brink and he keeps saying, don't give up. Just give it one more time. And it's like, again, there seems to, they're trying to get it to a message, mm-hmm. but it's just not
1: executed well. This movie is so bad that you telling me about it makes me not like you.
2: Oh, it's bad. It's bad.
1: Like, I don't like you right now. I already now, told you about this. you the- dragged it on. <laughs> and it was crap, and there was no reason. Because I wanted you to know what I had to go you, through. It's, I
2: did. You understand now? Yes. You understand the sacri- So, that, okay. I appreciate all that you do for our that show. That was 29 minutes. Dude, so the movie ends, Right. Superman, the 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 kid doesn't kill himself. Superman goes on being Superman. Mid credit scene. There's two cutscenes in this. No, two. Why? Two.
1: What are they trying to? I out? wanted to
2: describe this to you, but also oh there's an outer monologue where Superman yeah. says humans are perfect because they're imperfect. By God, the way, fuck off. So two fucking post credit scenes. Well, why? First right. one, mid credit scene. Lex Luthor Ugh. is waiting for Superman on a random rooftop somewhere. Ugh. And this conversation, Tyler, you're, Tyler, Tyler, look at me. I want you to look at me. I want you to understand this. this, this conversations happened on random rooftop, right? And clearly the director was trying to make this conversation a little bit more interesting because he was trying to set up something that he doesn't even know if he's going to be able to make. Right. So they're just talking about nothing and he's trying to get two shots out of this, but doesn't understand the lighting and the time of day. So one shot, oh, no. normal. Oh, Second no. shot, they're just silhouettes. And oh, then it cuts no. back to another shot. This conversation no. is happening this whole time. No. And then they just have this conversation, and Superman's like, "Hey, I'm on to you, man. No fucking. He's. I don't like it." And Lex Luthor's like, "Oh, it's just friendly competition." And Superman's like, "I'm not competing. I don't know what you're
0: talking about." And I'm like,
2: whatever. Then we then it just oh
1: why then it oh. cuts to Alex
2: Corp lab then no. it cuts to Alex Corp lab and he finds his fucking power armor and that's what that sets up. Then we have more we've had the full credits. Then at the post credits, you better believe I just skip to the post credits. Superman is walking and it's raining and thunder and lightning and it's just you know dark and Superman's walking in a random it's Black alley. Black Adam. Listen. He's walking in a random alley, and guess what he finds in this alley? Maybe he's in Gotham, because oh, he finds bat-a-rang. a ring, and then looks into the sky, and there's a bat signal, and then, that's it. That's the stinger. That's the, the final cut scene, the last fucking thing you see. And I just... Kudos to the balls on that guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. Okay. All right, so that is uh, Superman that Solar. Was so bad. The description... Not the description.
1: the Just... Told, I checked the time you twice. You gave you gave such a good description of the movie that I can tell how bad it was. Yeah,
2: I don't. Yeah, yeah. It's a <laughs> it's a movie, um, and I don't know what this whole controversy. I don't know if this person is a QAnon person. Maybe the controversy I, is you should not make movies because <laughs> you don't understand it. Yeah,
1: I mean, good for you for trying. I want to make it clear, but these are basic fucking rules of I, cinema.
2: I, look, basic fucking rules. I don't continuity. We're sir. just talking about it like we would a normal movie. I don't want to dis. Like I don't, I don't really care about this dude's letterbox reviews. I just thought it was funny. Um, I don't know what their political views are. I don't care. I just didn't try to watch this, and I don't want to. Sh- I feel bad for shitting on it because I respect that he did it, and oh yeah, that's awesome that he did it. But it's the room of superhero movies. And it's like, dude, it's it, bad. It, that's it sounds a, I feel bad. like if you, if you get a chance to raise 50K or in the Spider-Man movies case, 120 some K, put you should, you should have crowded, crowdfunded that for something original, you know, or tried to do so- And I know it's so much easier to rely on a, on a, a like Superman, these iconic characters for so many years, but you can't make money on that. And I'm not saying, like from this, you know, I, I'm not saying to create things for profit you don't make art for profit i understand that but at the same time if you're going to hire a crew mm-hmm. and shoot this shit and do like trying the best you can why not do it something with you with something that you created you know yeah and i don't know again i understand the want to do it I've thought I'm about, gonna, i thought I about i wrote some scripts for fan films that i wanted to I make and do I covers
1: I, on my albums and shit because it would be easier well <laughs> not easier but I mean, you know, yeah. You have a song already written by somebody else, and and, recorded. and you love these, you
2: love these characters, so you, you
1: love own. this music, you love these songs, but yeah. but the legalities of the thing, like I wouldn't
2: be able to sell,
1: yeah. I, I'd have to pay for twenty five streams,
2: and that's like a hundred dollars. And I think everybody should get paid for their work if they're going to work on a movie or a, an album or what you know, whatever it is. You the know? point is, is that. It's it's cheaper yeah. for
1: me to make my own shit. So than we're gonna to try and
2: cover other stuff. <laughs> Swip. We go. We flew oh, away from Superman. I think gonna need a break after that. Well, we'll get through. Th- I won't go as in depth on Spider-Man. Okay. Good. Lotus, Goddamn, dude. Because the controversy Whoa. is much more interesting than the okay. movie. Okay. So, um, back in like twenty 2020, twenty, late twenty twenty one, I think they announced that this fan film was being made called Spider-Man: Lotus. Okay. And um is gonna be direct written and directed by uh Gavin J. Kanop. I think it's K-O-N-O-P. Mm-hmm. He is uh the writer director on it. Um It was like it even got some traction where like uh um there was Andrew Garfield and there was uh John Watts. John Watts was the guy who did the MCU Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh they had like shown support for it early on. Um and there's some interest. But then it hit controversy a year ago. Why? So in June 2022, Why? which by the way, I'll 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 tell you the story. It's 2 tell hours. Tell me the story. Real quick. It's 2 hours long. The story is 2 hours long. Yes. And let me tell you this, Tyler, there's only like three if I yeah, three fight scenes. Uh so like the first one is the one I've seen the most of is it's the beginning of the movie Jesus! Big farts over there.
1: Cooper, come on now.
2: He's just like, yes. Um. Well, yeah. Also, with this whole movie's production, all I could think of was uh,
0: Godspeed, Spider Man.
2: Uh, <laughs> um. Does that mean it was good or? No, it's bad. <laughs> no. So the main plot. So the thing I wanted to talk about too, which is why I don't think this guy understands Peter Parker. And Spider-Man, because in the first fight, he's fighting Shocker, which Shocker isn't shooting shockwaves. Remember, Shocker shoots shockwaves out of his arms, right? Because it's a shockwave. Shocker makes sense. No, he shoots lightning in this. No. Use Electro. Electro, yes. Anyway, he's going to throw lightning at Spider-Man. So here's what Spider-Man does. Runs up, webs a guy in front of him. Throws that guy in front of the lightning that fucking shocker shoots at him. Then there's two other guys. He webs them, knocks them together. They get hit by the shocker thing. Are these bad guys? They're goons, yeah. But okay. still, but Spider Man doesn't kill people. That would kill someone. So wait, it's killing these guys? They fall down and they never get back up. I'm just saying, dude. If uh, someone. Yeah, but true. Yeah. He throws would not, a lightning bolt. He would not. Regardless sweat. of bad guy citizens, or good guy. Yeah. He I would mean, never do that. Peter right. Parker
1: would never do that. Even bad guys, he would.
2: Yeah. A uh, great example Dan, uh, Dan Slott When he did the Superior Spider-Man Octavia said He pulled his punches Every time He could have just Ripped through people And he never did Because Peter Parker Doesn't kill people And so like that Right there I'm like He wouldn't ne- Even if he c- wouldn't Kill them He would never put Even if they're goons He wouldn't put them In harm's way like that Like I- Now he I
1: want to see An alternate uh, universe series Where Spider-Man
2: Like goes bad No We get that with everything
1: but, yeah, anyway, but I would be cool with him. So that
2: happens. And then we go it'd to be cool with him. That happens. He stops shocker, whatever. Then we go Gwen. to Gwen, MJ, and Harry and Peter going out. So MJ and Harry are together. Yeah. And Gwen yeah, and yeah. yeah,
1: So it's six six, six six six. And the whole
2: time, like Gwen is like looking distant and like not interested. I'm gonna be honest, I don't even think her and Peter really talk much in the thing, in their whole little actors? scene. Yes. Yes. We'll get to the Peter Parker actor in a minute.
1: No, but I mean like compared to like the... Soul no, and-
2: yeah. These are clearly like an actor and not just a okay, guy gotcha. and some friends. Yeah. Um, so, the, but after the whole dinner, then we get a surprise of Peter has a ring for Gwen. Which again, if you're watching this movie, you're like, okay, I don't really see where how they're together or anything because they don't really interact with each other. The whole time there's a conversation between Harry, like the four of them are outside the restaurant. There's a whole conversation and it's like... Like that while like Peter is looking at Gwen But Gwen's not looking at it It's a whole weird thing Then opening credits happen After we get the idea of like Oh is Peter going to get engaged to Gwen Then we get credits And in those credits we find out Gwen died Gwen's dead So What what do you mean in the credits we find out Okay I'll get to the point of it I'll get to the point of it Because you clearly don't want to (laughs) like
1: No 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 I mean like Like, No I know I'm trying to get to the montage
2: in the credits Yes that's the montage of that yeah yeah
1: What's the deal with the to,
2: montage with these guys? I don't know. But anyway. Those are not good for movies. <laughs> so anyway, the next scene we get, again, how I don't think this guy understands Peter Parker. Yeah. And then we'll I'll jump to the I'm not mad at I'm you. I'm gonna I just want to hit the bullet points. I'm mad at this guy. I want to hit the bullet points because this movie's fucking boring. All right. <laughs> so MJ meets up with Peter, she's got a letter in her hand and like tries to comfort him, like, hey, I'm there for you. And he's like, You never cared, you never cared, and blah blah but like treats her like shit says like he's just mean and I'm like again Peter would take kindly to that cuz Peter is a sweet sensitive person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <sighs> so that whole thing happens. But then we find out that the letter that she had with her the envelope she had it was a letter from a dying kid that wanted to see terminally ill child that wanted to see Spider-Man. What's the fucking deal here? So the whole like the whole point of this movie is supposed to be Spider-Man processing his grief about the death of Gwen Stacy. And he's basing it off a comic book. Uh, There's an issue, uh, the kid who collects Spider-Man, that had had this similar plot line where Spider-Man goes and talks, like, doesn't make a wish thing for this kid.
1: I will say, in defense of the guy who made this movie, um, at the very end of the uh, drug storyline with Harry...
2: Oh, that's in this, too. No, but... But it 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 is in it.
1: At the very end of it is, you know, after everything is done and Gwen's dead and uh, Norman Osborn's dead and all this other shit... um, He he lashes out at MJ like you're just a party girl. You know, nothing. And she I've told you about this. It's one of my favorite final pages. And she's standing there and she's looking at him and she has the door. She's about to leave. But instead, she shuts it because she's going to stay and she's going to be with him and she's going to talk to him anyway, even though he was being a dick. Because she knows that he's just lashing and, out because he's mad. Uh, no, and
2: yeah, Peter's been a dick in the comics. I'm not saying he hasn't, just,
1: but... I'm just... I don't yeah. want to
2: defend this guy because it sounds like shit. Oh, you're not going to want to defend the actor. So, we get to... The actor? Yeah, we're, I'm just going to try and hit the bullet points as much as I right, can. I'll, so I'll just shut up. Well, we cut, just up. we cut to... It sounds terrible. Spider-Man being out, like, sitting out sulking on, on the on the building. That's the thing. It doesn't feel like a Spider-Man movie at all. It's like this gringy... It looks like Batman. But Spider Man skin on it. Like it's if like somebody made um, Batman Arkham Knight, they're playing it on the PC and they put a fucking Spider-Man mod on it. And <laughs> like. So yeah, he's like sitting out there and then he has a flashback of his fight with Green Goblin. The Green Goblin uh, costume. <laughs> oh
0: no.
2: <laughs> this fight is so bad, and I think Gavin knew it was bad and tried to cover it up as much as he could. Who's so Gavin? the director. Um so uh the shot is he's sitting there, it's raining, and He's, like, looking out, and then we go into the scene. The scene's happening. And this is how you could tell they're, like, it blows my mind that they had all this money and they couldn't do this shot. So we see the Green, the green Goblin. He looks traditionally like the comic screen goblin, but his mask looks like it was from fucking Spirit Halloween because, like, the mouth doesn't really move. So the fight scene is very quick because they're like, oh, this looks like shit, so we got to shoot around it. So that happens. And then we hear just an explosion of a pumpkin bomb but we never see it because that audio is there. But there's a shot of just him sitting out, sulking still. But it's like this really stylized close-up shot of Spider-Man. And there's so many shots throughout this movie where it's like these big, like masturbatory shots. And it's like, okay, you can you you seem like you're pretty competent. If those are real shots, you're a pretty competent cinematographer. But other than that. Like there are some some good shots, but most of the shots are bad. Most of the lighting's bad, and it's just like I. I and now that I say it out loud, I'm pretty sure I feel like most of the shots are just B-roll from somebody else. But anyway, so that whole fight happens. Then we cut, so we don't see the bomb, but then it cuts to his fucking costumes all torn up, and Goblin and whatever, and Gwen Stacy dies somehow. I don't remember. I don't care. <laughs> so then we finally. By the way, that whole thing was like an hour into the movie, and this is a two-hour movie. So then we finally get to him with the kid, and then, again, not understanding how Peter works as a character, Mm -hmm. tells the kid that, like, why do you look up to me? Why do you care about me? Why not, like, Captain America or Thor? Why am I so cool? Like, he's super emo about everything. I get it, Gwen died recently, or a year ago. I don't know, this fucking movie doesn't tell me. (laughs) Um, There's also a lot of shots of people just walking. For like five minutes It's like weird No dialogue Nothing Just walking And I'm like This is supposed to be A Spider-Man movie So anyway um, He talks to this kid And then at one point Just says Yeah whatever man We're all gonna die anyway It doesn't matter Life sucks Blah 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 Leaves And then like The kid's mom is like Hey you shouldn't tell him that You know Just fucking humor the kid And be a nice person Then he goes back And finally like Opens up to the kid And takes his mask off And tells him Hey I'm Peter Parker Or whatever and it's like, again, Peter would have never had that situation. I don't care how much he was mm. grieving about Gwen. Mm. He would not have treated a sick, dying child like that. Mm. And that's pretty much it. So that's the movie? He, the kid mm. helps him somehow, some way, mm. care about being Spider-Man again. Yeah? So he's Spider-Man again, okay. and kid dies. I don't know. I-, I can't remember, man. Let's talk about the controversy, and we'll wrap it up. Because we gotta watch Pride of the X Men. I'm fucking exhausted. I know. I'm sorry. Shit. I'm sorry. No,
1: it's not your fault. These movies just sound now, awful. unlike
2: unlike Superman Solar. I'm I look. We we talk shit on it. I don't hate this guy that made it. He clearly has some weird views. I don't know. Maybe he could be QAnon. Could be not. I don't know. These people, they did some shitty things, and I don't know if they're necessarily good people. Still. So in June 2022, Peter Parker mm-hmm. himself. Warden Wayne uh, was called out because he had some old racist messages that showed up on social media. They were screenshots. Um, And before people could even speculate, he came out the next day and said, yeah, it was me. So Mm -hmm. some of the things that he said, um, I don't know the context of this, but it says, although N-word looks like he bombs shit for fun. Uh, There's a picture of a brown-skinned man with a white woman. He says, here you go. Is this that Mexican N-word?
1: What the fuck? It doesn't even make sense. He
2: commented on Instagram saying, y'all ever make good and funny memes just to flex on blurred vision N-words? And he got mad. I don't know what the context is of that conversation. N-word was mean as hell, always saying... N word with the ER in all caps and saying he had bitches. I don't know. He's having some sort of conversation. I don't think
1: we need to continue anymore. No,
2: that's all I'm going to say. Uh, but so that came out and he made a big apology about it, said he's getting better. And here's the way I look at it getting better? How about
1: just not using that fucking he he, word? He said
2: he did it like his whole defense was and I in in response to what this guy says, Am, it was ambient. <laughs> he blamed, I think he where he came from or whatever like oh okay small town. i don't sure. i don't care to read his apology because whatever but and people are gonna get if you want to criticize that i don't want to read his whole apology because it's a very long one but essentially what it said was that that was a long time ago he's not that person now five years <laughs> i don't remember the time the timestamp. but i think he was like because the guy must be. i think he's like around my age maybe a little bit younger so he's probably a teenager when those dms leaked i don't know or when those were he made them. Either way, he should have known better at that age. I will say this. If he did in fact come from a small town, I can understand why he would say things out of pocket and not realize them or say something that he doesn't understand. But if you're straight up just saying the N word but putting an A on it, it doesn't make it any better. Like you you just you can't and I'm guilty of that, dude. When I was younger, I would post stupid shit on social media too. So I understand that. But I just like.
1: <sighs> or oh, dude, I'm lucky I wasn't uh, social media. wasn't... So I understand that, and I and until I I, I want to have a little
2: bit of grace. But then I find out more about this Gavin J. Canop guy, and I'm like, well, he's kind of a shitty person. Gavin but. J. What? Canop? I don't know. I don't care. Shortly after, writer director Gavin J. Knopp chimed in on Twitter, uh, defending his actor, claiming he's not that person anymore. So he's like, he's pretty much saying, hey, we need to let people make these sure, mistakes, sure, and sure. I, I can understand sure, that to sure, a certain sure, level. Sure. And to be fair to the to Warden Wayne, I haven't seen racist things since from this guy. So sure. Also, your name is fake, Warden. Warden Who names Wayne. their kid Warden? Warden Wayne. So he Shut came me. out and defended him. He's like, "Hey, he's sure. you know, it was a long time ago. But then a few days later, Ah, uh? got into hot water because no. he's similar to Wayne. He had messages with racial, homophobic slurs, no. and even used the R word. Um, yeah. So, and I've seen him, and yeah, it was. I'm not gonna repeat them, uh, cause I already repeated some of these. Uh, so yeah, that that was bad. And then, then after that, uh, the guy who um, plays Green uh, Green Goblin in the movie, he came out and defended Warden Wayne in the controversy. Um, he said, "What did he say?" He he pretty much said, oh, "What?" Let's pull it up here. Um, let's pull it up. So yeah, he, when he was talking about the whole controversy the guy who played Green Goblin, he said, "To be honest, I have more of a problem with the overall sentiment that his use of the word and, you know, n-word. That doesn't sound like Gavin to me, but you never know. It's like, dude, don't even, you don't need to say it. We know he said it." <laughs> and
1: Yeah, what do you mean that doesn't sound like he wrote it? Yeah. And he posted it. Yeah. I
2: mean, what Okay, are we done talking about these? Yeah, was, the, no, because I'm i only saying this because I think it's funny. So after all this controversy, many fans began demanding a refund for their donations. However, according to some of the comments found on the site, some of the donors haven't received any word back what? from uh, Warden Wayne what? or Gavin J. Canop. Uh... Who... Also, the hubris of this fucking guy, too. They had a red carpet for a fan film that was going to be for free on YouTube in a, like a day or two. Like... What what are we doing? Um, and then one final nail in this movie. Uh, one more final controversial thing I want to talk about, and then we'll get to the fun stuff of Pride. See, I put Pride to X Men later because it's fun. Uh, the visual effects team quit <laughs> after all this shit happened. They quit. Uh, in response to the controversy surrounding, you know, the the Peter and the director, yeah, yeah. the entire visual effects team for Spider Man: Lotus collectively walked off the project. Uh, artist Max Arnhammer. Uh, he talked about it in a YouTube video, um, you know, which you could find on YouTube. He said um, the other art. He praised the other artists on their work before showing off some of the completed shots. He noted that he regretted leaving the film, but that it was quote no longer aligned with that or aligned with what Superman. Or, good God! No longer aligned with what Spider-Man represents as a character. So, End quote.
1: so the movie that you watched or the movie that you skimmed through.
2: Not, uh, w- none of this controversy, none of this shit would be worth it. I'm sorry. That no, no, sucked. no, 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 no. Did,
1: you're telling me that you saw some completed shots. You're telling me that this, the VFX team quit. When? I, like, is the well, movie th- that you saw not have completed VFX shots?
2: N- well, I, there's only, like, three. Okay. There's only, like, three visual effects shots. Okay. The beginning where he's swinging, which actually looks good. Okay. So my interpretation of like this is that shot is from that team that was still there. Yep. His... um, I want to say there's another... When he's beating up the kid. And when he's doing the webs, I'm sure <laughs> he's fucking beating this kid up.
1: Because it sounds just awful. I'm Maybe sure they helped with the somewhere. Green
2: Goblin thing, but the only like big visual effects shot that I would have seen like was fully CG was him... Swinging, there was a really bad car chase with the cars. I'm like, wow, those are not real looking cars at all. But like him actually swinging in the city looked good. Okay, so like I feel like there were some like there were some
1: pretty so good. So maybe they, they, they finished the one shot and then they were just like fucked. There were a few
2: visual effect shots. So I'm like, okay, this is a little bit of a higher end fan fan film. Like it still doesn't look like like his first shot of him swinging through the city was the best shot in the movie. And they had to show it off there because then everything else is just like this <laughs> fucking boring. Stay tuned for the rest of this bullshit. Pa- and th- like, do you really think this movie would ever reach a mass audience? How fucking boring and slow it is! It's a Spider-Man movie. <laughs> St- yeah, Peter Parker is an emo sensitive guy, but he's not fucking sulking Bruce Wayne. But he's generally he's generally affable. <sighs> he's he just-
1: relatable. That's the yes. whole thing. He's generally a guy who's like, I'm just trying, You're trying man. You want to
2: root for him? Yes.
1: He's like me.
2: You want to root
1: for him. You want to root this for went me. longer
2: than I expected. This took an hour. I'm sorry. Yeah, what the fuck? All right, move on. Fucking no. We're, we're taking gonna, a break. We're going to take a break. We're going to watch uh, Spider-Man. Or Spider-Man. We're going to watch X-Men. Pride of the X-Men. But here's the best part. New drop for this. I want to want you guys to... Stick around. Mm. Welcome back. Uh, I, before we go any further, we just watched... The only episode of Pride of the X Men.
1: I think it was it was supposed to be just the X Men. the 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 episode was called Pride of the X Men, but it was supposed to be a X Men yeah. cartoon. Either way, yes,
2: we got this. Ba- she
1: wasn't going to be the main character in the
2: entire cartoon. I, I, I want to just say, out of the gate, start strong. We got Emma Frost breaking out Magneto, and then we go to. Arguably one of the better X-Men theme songs, and underrated. what he say? This today? Lives today?
1: Day. On the name. It, it sounds, sounds like Striper yeah. or some shit. It sounds more like uh, Whitesnake. Oh, yeah. We're X-Men! Here I go again on my own! With the Wolverine
2: who's gone in Australia, what the fuck? Finish it. Yeah. Finish it. You got nothing else. That's it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, fucking banger of uh, theme song. Yeah. So you you said you saw that you had like a
1: VHS tape. Yep. So we had to buy it from the comic book store, and it was like ninety bucks. It wasn't that weird, because like that still existed. For a fucking twenty-five minute show. <laughs> My parents were
2: like. Are you fucking kidding me? Well, you know what's funny about that is that still like was a common thing when I was a kid mm. in the 90s. But the the difference is they would have like two or three episodes versus just one 20-minute well, no, episode. there was no way we could get it anywhere.
1: The only place we could get the it- The Spider-Man cartoon, I would my get- My brother was very diligent about like uh, he would order Suncoast catalogs because they had a Suncoast in Cedar Rapids uh, outlet. Yeah, uh, but he w- he was pretty diligent about, like, trying to find it somewhere. Yeah. And the only place that we could find it was at the comic shop we went to all the time, uh, Daydreams, in the Hall Mall downtown Iowa City. Yeah.
2: Can I just say, um, this was an interesting episode. So, did, th- you talked about this. We talked about it with with Robocapalooza, but I think you did say, like, this is one of those VHSs that you watched a lot of. Um, So... I will get it out of the way. There's some things I did enjoy. I love that Stanley is the narrator in this. It's pretty badass. Uh, and it's it it's kind of it's kind of perfect because you know when you think of Marvel you think of Stan. Like you always think of his voice. So whenever that's a part of any sort of Marvel property, I'm always well, like, oh yeah. My
1: favorite Marvel cartoon of all time is Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends. Yeah. Uh, watching it through the lens of adulthood, it's it's a really stupid show. Yeah. It makes no sense. It's really dumb, actually. Um, but there are a couple episodes that are just really big influences on me. And I, I love what there's two X-Men episodes of that show, actually, because Firestar and Iceman are members of the X-Men. So that's kind of cool because we get to see the X-Men on, you know, cartoons. But it's not every episode, but I believe there's half of the episodes or like five or six of them. Stanley does the narration. Yeah. And there was an Incredible Hulk cartoon that came out around the same time. I don't know where to find that. But that was really good because they had, like, the leader and shit. The Um, 90s one is on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, but it's not the one I'm talking about. The one I'm talking about was in the early 80s um, or or around the same time. There was a block on NBC. Anyway, um, but he was the narrator for every episode of The Incredible Hulk. In fact, Mr. Mom... If you ever watch that sh- uh, movie with Michael Keaton, yeah, they're watching a cartoon when he's going to sh- uh, work. That first uh, couple minutes of the uh, of the movie, they're watching a cartoon, and it is from that Incredible Hulk cartoon. I remember very distinctly the episode. Oh, this guy had an arachna uh, arachna robot, arachna tank, yeah. or something like that.
2: Well, anyway, let's just dive in. Um Overall, an interesting thing where you could tell it was a pilot because. They pack so much in that first episode to try and and get, and I don't know the story of why they never got, like, because it's only in home video, so I wonder why they never took that to series, or, well, I think a lot of that DNA- Nobody bought it.
1: And I think a lot of that DNA- They shopped it around and nobody bought it.
2: And I think a lot of that DNA kind of pops up later in the 97 cartoon, but like, um, The thing that we got to talk about the most has to be fucking Wolverine's voice. (laughs) So I
1: wanted to talk about this because, you know, we, you know, this is back in the 80s. You know, there's no YouTube or anything. There's no nobody's reviewed this anywhere. And if it, it if it has been reviewed, it's in a newspaper where we don't live. You know, yeah. we, we can't look it up uh, up a newspaper article online. That's not a
2: thing. Yeah, you don't have so, like these niche YouTube channels that like it, cover this if stuff. If we
1: don't have a, a, a magazine or or a, an indie magazine or something or something that that's reviewed this, then we don't see a review. Yeah, like period. Wizard
2: magazine or something like that. That wasn't even yeah, but that yeah. was later. Yeah, You're
1: right. But that uh, yeah, so we don't know anything about this. We're just really excited. We yeah. can pop it in and, kids the go but and we're just like what my brother and I paused it and we're just like what the fuck like my mom were like boys what does it say what are you talking about we're watching the fucking movie for the first time and I did Wolverine's voice his first oh. time he talks kids you know we don't want to witness <laughs> little. and we're just it. we're like what the fuck and my mom's Canadian. like boys he's Canadian. stop swearing and we're like Well, Mom, look at this fucking bull! I spent $90 on that goddamn thing. $90. You better like that. So we're just like confused as shit because it makes no sense. Every time anybody talks about this, that's the one that goes, stop looking at it like a fucking dog toy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but every time anybody talks about it, that's... (laughs) <laughs> That's what you'll hear is like, yeah, yeah uh, uh, Wolverine's Australian uh, accent. But, but again,
2: it, it's so fun because watching it now, it's like looking at it as like, oh, But do th- you know why? What? Some, you know, okay, this ties well, in very perfectly to the strike going
1: on right now because we talk all the time about how business people should not be in charge of the entertainment aspect. Because they're fucking idiots and they don't know shit about entertainment, right? So this is right? a
2: Fox to see, or this a NBC This was some issue?
1: dumb motherfucking executive at New World Pictures who said, You know what? Sorry. You know what? Crocodile Dundee is real popular right now. <laughs> Australia is really popular. Let's make Wolverine Australian. That'll make people Even wanna- though he's
2: Canadian. <laughs> I'm from Toronto. <laughs> I found
1: that you know how long I, you know when I found that out it about a year, uh, no, when you know how I found out that that was the reason why he had an Australian accent, no. accent? about a year ago. <laughs> I finally read like this article and they were like why is this? Yeah. I think I was bored one night just looking it up and I read this article and I was like, yeah. Fuck. Well, it's just fun, like, because it... it, it rem- and Pyro's got one, so maybe they wanted to, like, make a uh, a rivalry through the series or something, which... Why not Sabretooth? Yeah.
2: Well, my whole thing is, like, uh, it clearly feels like a pilot. It clearly feels like something that was made for, like, home video. Because, again...
1: It introduces all the characters. Yeah, because
2: back when I was growing up too, even in the 90s, we would have like special VHS tapes of like one episode or two episodes of a show or sure. something. Like, it's not uncommon at the time, but th- I did get that feeling of nostalgia with it. And like, the intro is unabashedly an 80s cartoon intro. And oh, yeah. like, we played at the beginning. It's fucking rad. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, it's, th- I, I do think it's animated well. I think, it, I think. That's one thing I told you is that the it looks animation as good as it can in 480p. Throughout
1: through <laughs> you know it was hand drawn.
2: Yeah, well and I Unlike I complimented a lot of stuff today. I complimented it because it looked in and I think a lot of these cartoons of this era like when I look at those things that's how I view these characters a lot of the time because a lot of these a lot of kids like myself are introduced to these characters through cartoons sure. and like that is that the artwork is so well done, and it's such a sp- a particular time that I have such nostalgia for that style because this was starting to become the norm of like this, like hey guys, with the shading on this two D plane oh. looks great and yes. gives depth, and it's like we're gonna animate on two D, let's do that. You know, I'm not saying that like 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 that they did that sarcastically, but it was smart that they like started no. to be like, hey, look at this. Even now, in the 80s and 90s, this is still 20 to 30 years of like art history that we have of what these characters look like. like this is how we can iterate oh, on these the, characters. Oh, the
1: Scarlet Spider in Across the Spider-Verse was animated like that. <laughs> yeah, which shaded it, like that. It's so
2: classic. That's I, why we were like, awesome. I wanna, I'm want i going to weave this into this. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm currently reading um, Tom Taylor, the first volume of his run on Nightwing. And uh, yeah. the art is so good in it, and it, it, it reminds me of, like... Who's the artist? I can't remember the name of the artist, you but... You fucking dick. It's great. He's The artist on that book is great, but... Um, it, you know, I love artists. It has that style that reminds me of... It doesn't look exactly like the animation style of the 90s, but it kind of, like... It's, it is drawn in a realistic way, but still has the shading and the look and the feel. Like, if you look closely is at the it panels... Is no, it, this came out like a few years ago. Yeah, I know, but Mark Bagley's. No, still I one. know, I know, but it's not Bagley. God, don't the don't hell? fucking. The, I just <laughs> want to get to my point. God. <laughs> and so there's there's moments in that book where I see like the um, the <laughs> when you have comic book art. We talked about this with Into the Spider Verse. The little dots. I noticed that in the paneling, and Zip it's like, and it's the same thing here where I noticed the little shading and the little like like you said. I can tell the hand-drawn touch to these characters.
1: This isn't because we're bored; it's because I'm tired. We've been doing this for five hours now. We take breaks.
2: Say so we haven't even hour and a half.
1: I've been here for five hours.
2: We. Uh, um, I'm sorry, I have a child. <laughs> no, but yeah, quick, quick. Um, no, but it, thoughts it, on the show. It's it's a. Uh, um,
1: it, I when we talked about it the last time I went home and watched it on YouTube because I was like, I haven't seen this in uh, decades, maybe at least at least 15, 20 years. Yeah. And it was like, wow, this is really bad. And the reason why is because like the animation is great. But like there are so many when you see some of the cartoons that we've had these, you know, now it's like this is bad. This is not good. And and how well we know these characters now, like as uh, how well a wide audience know these characters. People who watched the first three X-Men movies that Fox put out yeah. would watch this and be like, what the fuck is this?
2: Well, this, but, this is when they're starting to figure this out. Yeah. Right.
1: Well, again, th- this is New World Pictures is the reason why Sony owns Spider-Man. And I'll explain. Back in the 80s, Marvel really wanted to get into entertainment, Hollywood, all this yeah. shit. New World Pictures basically bought Marvel. And there was this shitty fucking uh, uh, movie house in Hollywood, and they weren't that great, and they folded after a while. So they had to sell them off to who... I can't remember who bought them. It doesn't matter. Point is, is that that's how Marvel got... The the whole thing boomed in the 90s. Marvel over-fucking-reached themselves, and by the end of the 90s, they were fucking hurting for cash, dude. Yeah. So they sold a bunch of their properties off, like Daredevil, Spider-Man... The whole. Would you c- say that they were sloppy, a little bit? <laughs> but that's why they had to eventually sell all these characters. So, New World Pictures is a, is indirectly the reason why Marvel doesn't own Spider-Man anymore. Mm. Um, but all cartoons, you know, if they would have gone into series with this cartoon, the rest of the animation on the on the actual episodes wouldn't have been as good because you notice that like with GI Joe and Transformers, two of the biggest cartoons yeah. of my childhood. The first, like you know, opening like three part series that yeah. they made to to introduce the kids to the whatever. TMT
2: is the same way. Yes. The, you, can, you can see the quality dip, and they yes. had to, they had to cut corners because they had to make so many like episodes. Episode
1: twelve of season one yeah. is like that. Fucking sucks. What? It's like, well, because you got fucking eighty dudes in Korea going like, yes, we're fucking and working we, as hard we, as we can. I, Jesus.
2: The more the more I've done the Drawn to DC stuff, our sideshow, and then yeah. you know doing this, the more I talk about animation, the more I appreciate it, and you understand why they did it, but it just sucks because the. There's a re- we've said it many times on this podcast. There's a reason Pixar always gets great, not like makes great movies because it takes so long and you have to be so meticulous about animation that you know it, it just takes time if you really want a good product. And unfortunately, when you're dealing with your market as kids, you want to get as much content out as fast as possible for these kids. And it's like, yeah, it's crazy.
1: That's why the South Park model is so fucking brilliant because they can make a <laughs> cartoon in cheap. one week. No, yeah. the, the with the software they have. Um, you've seen that, uh, uh, the behind the scenes of it happened. Oh yeah. Night. South park
2: studios and whatnot. But
1: yeah, you've seen the, about the, the night that Obama won.
2: Yeah. They had to switch it. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Donald they, Trump won and they had to switch it cause they had it. It was, they had it, Hillary winning was the episode and then they had to rewrite the episode because Trump won.
1: No, this is back when Obama won the first time.
2: Let's just move on
1: point is it was they had to they had to guess and they guessed obama because they had a week to go or like a day or two to go they had to guess they guessed obama and obama won and if it would have been mccain
2: okay i mean what i said was good too but you know
1: what you said was wrong
2: no what i said did happen no it didn't yes it did it fucking didn't oh my god I'm, don't even look it up. I yeah, don't even. I'm
1: gonna look it up because it I doesn't
2: matter. Ma- it just, matters to me. Oh my god! You vamp You've been complaining about how long this episode's gone on. You just bam. No, I'm done.
0: End the show. Okay.
2: Last drop, by the way.
0: Come on, Cohagan. Go, you got what you want. Give this people air. <laughs> hey Arnold,
2: what was your what what, what what was your favorite movie last year?
0: Come on, Cohagan. Go, you got what you want.
1: Give this people air.
2: Air? Oh, you did like it. Oh. I preferred if uh, Tiki Watiti would have directed it, you know? That, that's me. Just remember, on when you're dying and you're fighting off the, the grim man himself, Mr. Ripper, Reaper.
1: Wow, these fucking Reapers, man. <laughs> Can we end
2: the show now? Go ahead! Jesus. <laughs> Actually, no, we need to do real fast.
1: What? Long. No, it's... Yeah,
2: no. Let's just move. It. Oh, fine, then. Let's end we'll the do show. do it next week. No, you...
1: No, it's
0: too Sloppy
2: (laughs) Alright, let's wrap it up Wrap it up, the show Cause Tyler's looking at his phone eh? I'm trying to find out the goddamn fucking
1: thing that I'm talking about
2: (laughs) Episode Number 108 Everybody thinks that we're doing great We're not I'm at the end of my rope. Dooba 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 dooba. Can't pop. fucking
1: find it. We're done. Go 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 to hell.
2: <laughs> you walking out? Don't shut the door, Tyler. Come on. You didn't mean it. I'm not shutting the door. Shutting your door, shut said hey. You're a dirty whore.
1: I don't feel good about that one. I'm gonna shove my Shove way up there so that you can listen directly to how. Much anxiety you're giving me in my bowels.
2: Do you feel
0: sloppy?
1: Oh love off, off job with Jake and Tyler.